What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to Gonzo Sports Room. I'm Chris. Steve's still in Florida. He'll be back uh, tomorrow. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow night we have the Big Fight Night Show 2. Live reactions to the UFC. Uh, big UFC fight tomorrow night. Bunch of good fights on that card. We'll go over that here in a little bit. First thing I wanted to talk about today was the Cincinnati Reds. They're on a three-game losing streak. Just got swept by Arizona. We hit the hell out of the ball. Starting pitching was good. Our bullpen killed us. Killed us all weekend. We played a start a series with the Cardinals today. Hopefully, hopefully, our, bu our bullpen get back on track. Uh, hell, uh, Wednesday night, we were up 3-0, 3-0. 
going in the top of the ninth. Amir Garrett comes in, walks, walk, I think walked two batters, then gives up a three-run home run to tie up the game. We score in the 10th to take a lead, take a one-run lead. Or no, they they scored like two, a couple in the 10th and ended up beating us. Then last night we scored like nine run, eight or like eight runs, seven runs, seven runs and still got beat. Uh, starter starter only gave up uh, I think one run, maybe two, like before the start of oh, the Wednesday night. Uh, Malley didn't give up no runs. He pitched uh, six and two thirds inning, didn't give up no runs. I think gave up three or four hits. But all weekend, I mean, yeah, or not all weekend, all week that three game series against Arizona. Uh, our bullpen didn't just didn't show up. We got to get back on track. We, I mean, we have with the lineup we have. If our bullpen gets going, because our starting pitching is pitching pretty good. Sonny Gray's back. He's starting today for his second start of the season. Uh, Antone's Antone's nasty. Uh, I mean, we have a chance to compete this year for our division. We got to get, but we got to get our bullpen back on track, or we ain't gonna do shit. <clears throat> but something I heard yesterday in baseball. Yesterday, while I was watching baseball, I heard uh, the announcers talking about it, and it really caught my attention. Was a lot of these pitchers that been these major league pitchers have had arm trouble and had to go have that Tommy John surgery and stuff. A lot of them have been coming back throwing, and they have more velocity. Like some of them were, were used to be like, uh, say say they were throwing like 92, 93. They come back from that. They went to Tommy John. They do all the rehab and stuff after they have that surgery, and they have the surgery because doctor, I mean, they really have a problem in the arms, so the doctor doesn't have to have the surgery. And uh, But they come back after the re, after they rehab and do all that hard work and shit. Instead of throwing like 93, some of these guys are throwing 96, 95, 96, 97. A lot of them have gained velocity. So I heard this, uh, it was uh, Barry Larkin yesterday during the Reds game, him and I forget the other announcer, that's my bad, I should know. That, that thanks, Daryl. I appreciate that, bro. But I can't remember the guy's name. He uh, or the other guy's name. But Barry Larkin, they were talking about this, and Barry Larkin said that he has a friend that's a doctor, and he was talking to him, and that his that uh, that doctor gets parents of high school kids that have nothing wrong with their arm, wanting them to do the Tommy John surgery. Go ahead. Do the Tommy John surgery on their kids so he can so they'll be able to, so they can throw harder because they hear they see that that's what's happening or not that that's always happening but they're seeing these a lot of these major league baseball players are coming back from that Tommy John and they gain sometimes five six miles per hour on their on their fastball they gain velocity but to me that is crazy it's hard to I mean my son was in all kinds of sports but there's no way I would have ever took him to a doctor and said, "Hey, do surgery on his arm that, that he don't need, just because you think it might make him better." But it's crazy that they said in that other announcer. I wish I fucking remember his name. He said that he heard the same thing. He said he goes, "It sounds crazy, but it, but it, but it happens." And I just, I never heard, I'd heard of that before. I'm gonna look more, look more into it, but. It just blows my mind. Like it shouldn't. It shouldn't blow my mind. Help. Nothing people do, do these days should blow should blow your fucking mind. But it blows my mind that for some reason that 
parents will do that. Why would why would you send your kid through a surgery and in the rehab from that ain't no fucking fun. It's a lot of hard, 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 hard work to get back. And you're taking a chance. You don't know if the surgery is going to, I mean, I'm sure each surgery takes different. So what if you do that surgery and you're, you don't have as much velocity as you used to, or your velocity is the same. You went through all that for, for nothing. So, I mean, I just don't make a whole lot of sense to me, but I'll quit ranting about my Reds. One more thing. Oh, the Reds got to get their damn bullpen going today. Let's go kick the Cardinals' ass. But then uh, another thing that caught my uh, caught my eye yesterday was that there was a report, and I don't I don't have oh yeah it was via Peter King and Dan Patrick that the Colts called Andrew Luck and made sure that he was that he wasn't that he was retired and that he wasn't coming back before they traded for Carson Wentz. So the Colts was still hope. They still had hope that Luck was going to come back. I don't know why they had that hope. I mean, when he when he retired, and the way he retired, I never, I didn't think he was coming back. He 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 looked. I mean, he looked like a man that was defeated by football. He was done with football. He you know, he's fucking. From what people say, he's one of the smarter smartest dudes on the fucking planet. He, I mean. As an arch, I think he's an architect or something. He's gonna make hell. He he's set anyway with all the money he made. He has a, a fam, he has a family now. Just had a little kid. He has a he ain't worried about. He ain't trying to come back to play football and take all them take hits for no no reason when he doesn't have to anymore. I don't blame him. I wouldn't either. But I thought it was uh, I thought it was interesting that they were they were, the Colts were still holding out hope and they called him to make sure before they traded for Carson Wentz. Which I think I think it was a good move. I think Wentz is going to have a hell of a year this year. I've been saying that for the last two or three shows, but I truly believe that. Uh, another thing that was in the news uh, I heard was or saw was Taysom Hill has changed the way he's training this off season, trying to train more like a quarterback. So he's wanting to try to prove he's go, he's going into training camp and these workouts, and he's he's going to try to win. Win that starting job from Jameis Winston. From what all the reports that came out was that Sean Payton said Winston was going to be the starting quarterback. But to me, if you're if you're the Saints, you start Winston at quarterback because you got a dude that has an arm. He's played great before in football. Yes, he's he has a turnover problem, but with Sean Payton and the weapons they have, he don't he don't have to try to do too much. All he has to do is just manage the fucking game. And then hit, hit a deep ball here and there, and they'll, they'll be fine. You, know, you have Michael Thomas, you have Kamara, Murray. Uh, I mean, they have plenty of they have plenty of weapons. But to me, why I, I start Jameis Winston at quarterback, and then I can use Taysom Hill at all these other positions. I can bring him in at quarterback and run a few plays. I can play him at tight end. I can play him in the slot. I can if you put him at if you start him at your quarterback, you're taking away the other element that he adds to his game, and that's what makes him special. I don't think he's spe- I don't think he's a special player just being back there as a quarterback. I really don't. But if you put him as a tight end, as a quarterback, every now and then, put him in out in the slot, get the ball, get him the ball, 
Denny's a special player. He can he provides a big spark to your team. He, he I mean he's an ultimate weapon. But I think you're taking away part of his part of what makes him special by starting him at quarterback. He needs to be to me if he's going to play quarterback, he needs to be a guy that comes in every now and then and run run runs the option, can throw the ball a little bit. But to me, he's not an every down quarterback. That's just my opinion. I, but I mean. When, when James James Winston could play. I'll be honest. If I I'd said if the Colt uh, if the Colts didn't get Carson Wentz, I'd like to see him go get James Winston. I believe he I believe that in the right system he can he could play football and not turn the ball over as much as he did in Tampa Bay. A lot of the people turn the ball over more when it. I mean, if you look at quarterback stats, if it, when the quarterbacks played for Bruce Arians. They've turned the ball over more more than what they have with other coaches. Because, hey, but that's because he has that risk it no biscuit mentality, and he's going to take chances. And if he gets intercepted, he, hey, our defense has to make a play. It was just hell that one year. Like I said, Jameis threw thirty. He threw thirty touchdowns, but he also threw fucking thirty two interceptions or thirty interceptions or something like that. And then now he's been a backup. To, he was the backup to Drew Brees, Drew Brees last year, and I think he's, I think I think he's going to be the starter this this year in New Orleans. I hope he is because I hope he gets another chance because I do think that he could be. I think he has the ability to be a top, uh, quality quarterback in the NFL. He can, I think he could be a real, real, real top quality starter in the NFL. Oh, and then before I move on, one thing I forgot to mention was. When the Reds f- fucking bullpen blew that game last night, the Reds hit six home runs last night, okay? The Reds became the first team in the history of Major League Baseball, in the history of Major League Baseball, to hit six home runs and their starting pitcher give up two or less runs and lose the game. The first team in history to hit six home runs, starting pitcher give up two runs or less and lose the game. That's how bad the bullpen has been for the Reds the last three games. They have to find a way to get back on track, or the Reds are going to be in trouble. And they have the, they have a good lineup. We have offense. We have decent starting pitching. But our, our bullpen has to step up, or, or we're not going to go nowhere. But let's move on to the Reds, because I'm, sure I'm sure you guys aren't. Everybody on here isn't Reds fans like me. Probably a lot of Cubs fans. The Cubs got a big win last night, so that's good for you guys. All right, now let's talk. Let's talk about some something big that's going on tomorrow night. Have UFC two sixty one main on the main card main event. Usman against Masvidal. Co-main event, Zang against Namahanas. Then you have a women flyweight title title bout with uh, Valentino Shevinko and Jessica Andrade. This is going to be an awesome pay-per-view. Last week, that fight night, I've I've said it a few times, I I didn't think it was near as good as the, the... During this pandemic... UFC has had fights almost every Saturday. It seems like every Saturday night there's been some kind of UFC on. And, mo- and nine out of ten of them, 
90 percent of them have been, have been fucking awesome. One last week, the last two fights were real good, but other than that, the card was kind of I don't know. It just it just didn't have a whole lot of pop to it. This card, the whole card has a lot of pop to it. You got you have a uh, three real good fights there. And let's see who else. And then you got Uriah Hall against Chris Weidman also. And Anthony Anthony Smith against Jim Crute. I mean, this card, this card, the whole main card is just fucking stacked. It's going to be awesome. Uh, I'm going to talk a little more about the fights here in a minute. But before I do, tomorrow night, tomorrow night, Saturday night, April 24th, we will be live on YouTube. We'll be live on Twitch. We'll be live on Facebook with our big fight night show, too. And we'll be having live reactions to UFC 261. And then we'll, hell, while we're on there, we'll give you uh, other reactions. We'll give we'll give you uh, that show will start about eight o'clock, and, and we'll we'll give out some of uh, we'll give out our picks uh, for the main card of the UFC. Also, uh, we have we also do a sports betting show called Easy Money. It's live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at nine a.m. right before this show. And I will be tw- uh, I gave out some bets from bets earlier on there. I'll give them out at the end of this show too. But they will also also post them to social media, and then tomorrow I will post I'll post my UFC picks and some picks for uh, games tomorrow that that I like in baseball and NBA and, and other sports. Uh, but now let's get back let's get back to this pay per view. Uh, one fight that really attracts me besides the three or the main event co main event and that th- then that championship fight is the Uri Hall against Chris Weidman. I've always been a big Chris Weidman fan, and there for a while he was at the top. I mean, top. He beat Anderson Silva. He was at the top. Then he got he got knocked out, lost his title, and since then he just ain't been able to get back up there. Uriah Hall's a tough opponent. I mean, Uriah, Uriah Hall's no joke at all. It should be a real good fight. I'm excited to see what Weidman looks like. He looked good his last time out. Looked a lot better than what he had the time before that. I think his mind is in the right place now. I think he, I think he has shit more level in his life, and he had. It's going. I just think things are going better, and when things are going better, everything's better. You know what I mean? If things are going better outside you're, in your life, outside of fighting, things inside of training and stuff's going to go better. If it's going bad, training is. It's just how. It's just how it is. If you wake up in a bad mood, if you wake up and you're aggravated, when you get to work, you're going to be aggravated most of the day. It's just it sucks, but. If you're in a good mood, you perform better. So if you're at a level headspace, I think he is. He looked real good last time, so I'm interested in that. Real interested in that fight. Uh, the straw women's strawweight co-main event was Zang and uh, Rose Namahanas. That's going to be a freaking war. Them two will sit there. Both of them will sit in the pocket and just chain exchange. And and both of, both of them are tough from anywhere. That's going, that, I think that's going has a chance to maybe be fired of the night. Usman and Masvidal. Us, Usman has or Masvidal has to be able to keep Usman from just holding him up against the cage. Masvidal has to be able to keep him at distance and 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 get his uh, striking going. Or it's going to be the same thing as last time. Usman's going to get control, get him, get control, get him up against the cage. Hit him a little bit, control him the whole time, 
people are going to be bitching about, oh, he's doing, hey, I'm a, I'm a wrestler, uh, wrestle all the way through high school. I love watching college wrestling. And a lot of these guys that come up in in uh, MMA are wrestlers. It ain't easy to hold, hold somebody down. They're just not laying on top of somebody. They're controlling somebody. You know how hard it is to control somebody when they don't when or hold somebody down when they don't want to be held down? Pretty fucking hard. So it pisses me off when people, oh, he's just holding on to me, he ain't doing shit. No, he's he's using his his advantage he has in his skill set to control the guy to give him his best chance of winning. When them fighters go in there, they don't care. They're in there to win. But anyway, if if Masvidal lets Usman control him up against the cage in the clinch and work out the clinch the whole like he did last time, it's going to be the same thing as last time. Usman's a big favor in this fight. Hopefully, it's a, be- a little better fight than it was last time. Then in the women flyweight, you got Valentina Shevchenko against Jessica Andrade. That's going. I think that's going to be a good fight. Uh, both of them will stay in the pocket and trade too. So. Both the women's fights, I think, are going to be just real good. And then Anthony Smith, Anthony Smith and his crew, that's go- to me, that's, I think that's going to be a real good fight. We'll talk about the, let's see what, what who we have on the preliminary card. Got Alex Oliveira against Randy Brown is the main event of the preliminary card. Yeah. Oliveira's looked pretty good his last couple fights. I'm not, I haven't seen that Brown fight. Really don't really don't know most of these guys that are on the prelims. Uh, we have uh, let's see real quick. You have Alex Oliveira against Randy Brown, Carl Roberson against Brandon Allen, Dwight Grant against Stefan Sekulik, Pat Sabatini against Tristan Conley. I guess I don't know a whole about them guys. I'm, I'll have to look into that, learn more about them. On the early prelims, anybody we know? Also, I don't know none of them, so that's something I'll have to look into. And then before I put out my picks for tonight. And then, uh, and then also, J- Jake Paul's been calling out all these UFC fighters and stuff. And I guess Dana White uh, told uh Jake Paul in his camp that they needed to leave the UFC fighters alone, leave his fighters alone. Uh, but they're saying Tyron, Tyron Woodley wants to box Jake Paul, but he wants Paul's teammate, uh, Jalen Love, uh, to step in the cage and fight Woodley. Woodley, so I want to hit that dude with some elbows and I want to smash his fucking head in. Uh, but they keep talking about who. Who uh, Paul's going to fight next? He, I hope he fights some a boxer. Fight a boxer. Don't fight an NBA player. Don't fight a guy that's a grappler. Fight somebody that's a boxer in a boxing match. Win or lose, then you win or lose. He'll have. I mean, then I'll, I'll give him his respect that he deserves because it's hard. I mean, he's pretty good. I'll, I'll say that. But I don't, I, how good is he? We're not sure yet. We haven't seen him fight. We haven't seen him fight against top-level competition yet. And until we see him fight against the top-level competition, it's it's hard to know how good he really is. Does he look good? Yeah, he's he looked good, but he's also knocked out. Former NBA player, retired NBA player, and retired MMA guy that's known for wrestling. It's known for grappling. Is it known, is it known for striking? 
And also, also the thing that's big this weekend, UFC is going to have a, a full uh, a full arena tomorrow night. Full arena tomorrow night for the fight. I mean, for first time in over a year that there's been a full arena. Look, I mean, looks like things are starting to get back to normal a little bit, which is a good thing. Just, I mean, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go watch a game. I'm going to try to go watch. A, the Reds game here pretty soon. I'm ready for football to come back. Go watch some Colts games. I'm I want to go watch some music. I'm a big music fan. Like love going to watch live music. Ain't been able to do that really for um, for a, almost a year. So I'm ready for stuff to open back up. So, so go watch some music. Go watch some baseball. And then uh. Let's see what else was there. There was a few other things. Other things we had. Uh, the Denver Broncos are, are reportedly trying to move up. I guess they were the first one to make an offer to uh, the Falcons for the fourth pick in the draft. Uh, sounds like the Falcons are really wanting to move up to fourth a lot and uh, get them a quarterback. From what it sounds like, uh, or not the Falcons, the Broncos are wanting to move up to fourth to get a quarterback. Whether it's it, whether it'll probably be, I think Fields is going to San Francisco at three, so they probably have their choice between Jones and Lance. Whoever they get, I would say is going to sit behind uh, Ryan for at least this year because it's just too big of a. They owe him so much money; it's too big of a. Cap, dead cap hit on their uh, yeah on their salary cap. I think it would be like a forty million forty million dead cap hit. I think that it was. I think because he still Ryan still in, the, in his gone contract still owed like close to a hundred million dollars or something. They they won't, they probably won't be able to get rid of him for at least two probably two more years. They probably have to play this year and next year. Maybe just this year. I think next year they can get rid of them, and it's not as bad. I think it's maybe only like a eighteen or nineteen uh, million million dollar cap hit. So I'd say that they're going to draft a quarterback. That quarterback will set behind Ryan this year. Then and then next year they'll probably try to trade Ryan, or they'll re- or they'll release him, or whatever. And uh, either Mac Jones or Trey, or Trey Lance will be the quarterback. I. I think Lance has the better. I think Lance has more potential to be the better quarterback in the NFL. Jones, I think, has to be in the right situation. He needs to be in a situation where you have a good offensive line, have some weapons, and he can he can sit back there and pick and pick them apart. He's not a guy that's that a guy that can run. He's he's not a guy a really elusive guy. That's going run, where Lance is more athletic, and I just I just think. The way the NFL is go- going, the way they're transitioning into that style of play, I think I think Lance is going to be the better quarterback out of him and Jones. I just, I'm just hey, Jones had a hell of a college career, hell of a season last year, hell of a season last year. I just I just don't think it's, in my opinion, it's not going it's not going to transfer into being an elite quarterback in the NFL. He might he might be a decent, but I think I think Lance has the potential to be. Uh, to get to the highest level, higher level, 
I think Jones is a little bit, his selling's a little bit under that. I think Fields is going to go at three for San Francisco, and I think I think that's going to be a great fit for Fields because they're saying that for this year, Jimmy G's going to be the quarterback and, and Fields will be the backup. And I think the Kyle Shanahan offensive system is going to fit Fields wonderfully because he he don't have to drop pack and pass 40, 50 times a game because they run, San Francisco can run the ball. They run the hell out of the ball. So then you'll be able to do play action. You get, then you find receivers wide open. I, I think uh, Fields is going to fit in good at San Francisco. I think, he, I think he's going to be the guy that really fits in good with Kyle Shanahan. And that's who I, I think that's who's going to go at three. Two, they're saying Zach Wilson to the Jets. I'm not sold on, on Zach Wilson. I, me personally, I would take Fields before I take Fields at two instead of Wilson. I've seen more. To me, I've seen more from Fields. Only time I've seen Wilson play tougher competition was when they took the game against B, uh, against Coastal Carolina on short notice and went there. And Coastal Carolina's defense had him flustered. They keep talking about his playmaking ability, about getting out of the pocket and stuff. He struggled that day. He was getting up, missing high. I, I don't. I don't know if. It, if he was just overamped or what it was, maybe it just he had what that. I mean, everybody can, everybody has a bad day, so maybe I'm wrong. But I just he, he hasn't play, I haven't got to see him play against that high, high the highest level of college football competition. Where I have got to see Fields play at that, and, and for the most part, Fields played at that level. He had a game against Michigan State where he struggled, struggled a little bit against IU, but I like to. I like to think that was the Hoosiers' defense. I'm a big IU fan, so I blame that on the Hoosiers' defense, not Fields having an off day. So, so really, in my opinion, the only off day he had was against Michigan State. <laughs> but hey, that's just how it goes sometimes. But I think he, I think Fields is the second best quarterback in this draft. I think Trevor Lawrence is. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a real good career. I think. I think I think him down there with Urban Meyer and what they're going to try to build down there, I think it has a chance to be real good. I think I think Jaguars are coming. Colt, but I also think the Colts are going to – I'm a big Indianapolis Colts fan. I think the Colts are coming too. And so I think that them two teams – and then you have Tennessee is probably going to be pretty good. So I think the AFC South is going to be pretty, uh, pretty tough this year. Because I think Jacksonville is going to get better. By the end of the year, I expect Jacksonville to be decent. Or not decent, but pretty good. Tennessee is going to be pretty good. Colts are going to be tough. How's it going, Jacob? And then, uh, so I think the AFC South is going to be tougher, a lot tougher this year than what it has been. Houston, who knows what's going on. Who, I mean, don't know if Watson's going to play or if he's not going to be able to play. Haven't heard anything about that yet. Oh, I mean, you hear his lawyer saying that that they think that they're saying it's all lies and stuff, but we'll see what comes out of that. But so Houston's a mess, but the other three teams in that division are look like they're going in the right direction. Uh, also, next week on the 29th, we'll be uh, that evening. We'll be live with the uh, NFL. Uh, 
draft uh, watch along special. Uh, I'll put out more information about that. That make sure reminders and stuff. But I'll be, and what time? But for the draft next week, we will be live uh, talking about the picks and just hanging out, hanging out and bullshit. But uh, and then also tomorrow night we'll be live at eight o'clock with our big big fight night show two. We'll have a. Uh, See, I think Steve's going to be here, back here from Florida. I think Matt's going, Matt's going to come. Two times might be back over. Going to hang out, watch the fights, uh, be live reactions to the UFC pay-per-view, probably talk about some other sports. When we come on at 8, uh, we'll give you our pick, our uh, betting picks for the fights, which I will also tweet out tomorrow earlier in the day. Uh if you are, if you're a sports better, check out our sports betting show, Easy Money. It's live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at nine at nine a.m. If you miss the live show, you can always get, uh, go watch it on YouTube, or if you just want to listen to the audio version, we put it out in a podcast version. It'll come out a little bit later in the day. Uh, uh, and it, you can find it at Easy Money on Anchor Podcast, Spotify, and uh, it's starting to get on on all the other platforms too. So. If you missed the Easy Money episode, you can catch it on podcast or on YouTube. Same thing with, th- with this live show with Gonzo Sports Room. If you miss it, it'll it'll be on the po- on the Gonzo Sports Room uh, podcast network uh, here a little bit later in the day. Uh, once I get everything edited up, get it put get it put it over there. And uh, but both both them are also in the podcast network. Got a lot of got a big slate of games tonight. Big slate of games. I'll, let's uh, talk about some of them real quick. Let me pull, pull up if see what we have. Who all we have tonight? Reds play the Cardinals tonight. Have Sonny Gray on the mound. Hopefully we can get we can turn it around. Been on a three game three game skid here. We can get you get that mojo going. Get back on the going on the right track again. We're right there for the lead in our division. We need to we need to stay in that, compete for it. We got some got some good NBA games tonight. Got the Celtics against the Nets. Uh, I'm not sure. I think James Harden might be back. I think James Harden is back playing, so Brooklyn should have James Harden and Kyrie Irving in that game. Uh, so that could be a good game with because you have Tatum and Brown. I mean, there's a lot. That could be a good matchup. You have the Heat and the Hawks. Trey Young's out, so that that kind of takes away from that game a little bit. You got Hornets and Cavs, and I think Mellow Ball's back. Clippers and Rockets. The game that catches my eye really tonight is the Denver Nuggets against the Warriors because Steph Curry has been on an absolute tear. I think last night or the night before he only had like 19 points, but for like 11 or 12 games straight before that. He he had, he had over thir- was averaging like thirty five points a game or something. Dude, it's just been on a run. He's put the Warriors on his back, trying to get him, trying to get him in the playoffs. It's going to be tough. But you got Nuggets and Warriors tonight, and, and that's the same thing. Jokic for the Nuggets has been, uh, Jokic has been playing his ass off too. He's he's in the MVP conversation. I think Curry should be in the MVP conversation. But I was I was hearing the guys on TV earlier say that. 
since the Warriors are not are probably not going to make the playoffs, or if they do make the playoffs, it's going to be by the play-in tournament thing that you can't give Steph Curry the MVP, which to me makes no sense. It's the MVP is most valuable player, and Steph Curry is playing pretty good. Jokic is playing good too, though, because Jokic is carrying Denver now because Murray got hurt, and he and Joker's been killing it. And then let's see that that was the game that catches my got Cubs and Brewers start at uh, two twenty one for all you Cub fans get an afternoon game. Cubs won last one last night. Oakland and Baltimore ought to ought to, ought to be a real good game that starts at seven o'clock this evening and uh, the A's have won twelve in a row so they're they're on a streak. Got Yankees and Indians tonight. But before we get out of here, I got a couple, just a couple more things. I will give you guys. I'll give, I will uh, give you guys the picks I gave out earlier on our uh, sports betting show. For uh, for baseball, we had uh, I had Oakland money line against Baltimore. Like I said, Oakland has won twelve games in a row, and Baltimore has lost ten of their last fifteen. I have the Reds money line against the Cardinals. I'm hoping the Reds turn their fucking bullpen around. Bullpen's cost us last three games. I think we're going to get going again tonight against the Cardinals. I have Red Sox money line against the Mariners. Indians money line against the Yankees. Indians should have won that game yesterday. Fell apart with some walks and stuff. I think they're going to get back on track today. And I also like the Braves against Arizona. Also, like the uh, Braves against Arizona, the Braves minus one and a half. Hey, thanks, Jake. I'll see. I'll see you. Next, I'll see you here soon, bud. Thanks. And then uh, got the. Like I guess I take the. And then in the NBA, I got the Trailblazers against the Grizzlies money line. I got the Nuggets minus two against the Warriors, and then I have Charlotte minus two against Cleveland. Well, that's pretty much all for today. I appreciate appreciate all you guys watching. Appreciate appreciate the support, Daryl Jacob. Appreciate you guys. Everybody else that's watched, we we appreciate it. Uh, like I said, tomorrow night we'll be live right here. We'll be live on YouTube. We'll be live on Twitch, Facebook. Eight o'clock, big fight night show two. Live reactions to UFC. The UFC pay-per-view Also talk some other sports and stuff And, and shoot some shit Also you can find us You can find us on our social media pages On Twitter YouTube uh, Facebook Instagram All at Gonzo Sports Room uh, We're live every uh, Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 10.30 We have a sports betting show Easy Money that's uh, live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 9 o'clock right before this show. We appreciate all you guys' support. Peace.